Welcome, listeners, to the Lawrenceville Bicentennial Podcast, a special edition of Gwinnett History back in the day. I'm your host, Nathan McGill from Gwinnett Magazine. The city of Lawrenceville is celebrating 200 years of history this year, and on this podcast, we'll be talking to some of the people that know Lawrenceville best. Personally, I grew up in Lawrenceville, spending the first 13 years as a youth there. And it's kind of easy for me to think of Lawrenceville as a part of my own story. You know, it's the setting for where I grew up and the people that I knew and my family and all of that. And I'm sure you feel the same way about your hometown. But the truth is that we get to be just a very small part of the history um, of the places where we live. And Lawrenceville has been a constant in the lives of Guanetians all the way back to 1821. So for 200 years, people have come, people have gone, and it has progressed into the blooming county seat that it is today. Home to Gwinnett's historic courthouse, the city has seen its share of drama, relevance, importance, and made national news headlines from time to time. On this podcast, we'll track through that history by talking with the special guests that know Lawrenceville best. Today, we start with none other than city manager Chuck Warbington. And in this conversation, we talk about history dating back to the 1800s all the way up to yesterday. And while I have your attention, don't forget to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And also make sure to share this with your friends and family. We would really appreciate it. Now, I hope you enjoy this episode of the Lawrenceville Bicentennial Podcast. Today in the studio, we have the current city manager of Lawrenceville, Chuck Warbington, my friend. How you doing today, Chuck? Uh, it's great to be here. Thank you. Chuck, first I want to start off by talking about the city itself. Um, maybe some of the early history in Lawrenceville. How did the city first get the name Lawrenceville? So the, the, the first postmaster, uh, William Maltby, Hmm. Uh, uh, made a uh, recommendation to name this city after Captain James Lawrence, who was a naval commander in the War of 1812. And he's mostly remembered by, uh, don't give up the ship, uh, as a quote that most people remember him by. And so that was how Lawrenceville first got his name. Oh, very interesting. Don't give up the ship, kind Mm -hmm. of like, that's a good motto to live by, right? It, it really is. <laughs> so what is your history with Lawrenceville? I know you go way back in Gwinnett County. Your family is here. You're one of the few natives to Gwinnett still living here and working here and, and doing a lot for your hometown. Tell us a little bit about that. What's your history? How did you, what's your journey been to get into the city manager position here? So I'm going to go back a little bit about uh, my family history. Sure. Uh, I'm ninth generation Gwinnettian. Uh, my family moved to Gwinnett County in 1826. Uh, so really, really five years after uh, the city was uh, uh, formed and chartered. Uh, uh, that forefather of that family moved uh, to the Norcross area. Um, over a period of time, uh, my uh, great-grandfather moved uh, to the, the Buford de Cula area, and that's where I, I grew up in the Hog Mountain area, if you know, yeah. you know where that's at. Absolutely. Um, now, uh, I had a lot of history related to my family, related to uh, the, the, the Lawrenceville itself. 
Um, my mom's family, uh, her great aunt, uh, had a house near the depot area there. So my mom actually grew up uh, visiting uh, the city of Lawrenceville quite often. Um, and she also taught uh, at First Baptist Church. So I spent a lot of time there with my, uh, my mom there uh, teaching at the kindergarten there at First Baptist Church. First Baptist, um, that is downtown with a gigantic tower. That's right. I went that, to preschool there. Yeah, and my mom may have taught you music. <laughs> she could have. Yeah. yeah. Very, very well. Um, and the other part was uh, growing up in the Decula area, we did not have, uh, the park system was not expanded like it is today, so there were no ball fields. So right. I played all of my early years of sports in Lawrenceville. Um, and so uh, one of the former mayors, Rex Millsaps, was my uh, first t-ball coach, actually. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's the tie to Lawrenceville for my family has, uh, you know, continues to draw back. Right. How I ended up in Lawrenceville as the city manager was uh, right at five years ago. Um, I was the executive director of a community improvement district in Norcross, um, actually where my family had uh, moved to in the early 1800s, um, and was there for 10 years, and a, the position of city manager came open in the city. Uh, we had just changed our form of government from a, uh, um, a, a city manager, from a mayor leading the city from a day-to-day standpoint to mm. a professionally run city where the city manager is hired to run that on the day-to-day basis. Right. That happened in 2014, and uh, I started in 2016. Well, congratulations. Thank you. What made you want to stay at home and work and do your work here? Was it, well, was it your family? It, 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 just the community. Yeah. Um, obviously, the family roots, um, uh, you, there's a tie there that, that, uh, in a history that uh, obviously draws you here. But the community of Lawrenceville, the Decula area, the surrounding areas, you know, just in Gwinnett County in general, uh, is a great place to raise your family. Mm. It's a great place, place to have a business. And frankly, it's a great place uh, to be a part of the community, live, work, and play, I guess you could say. Um, and so that's what has always kept me here um, uh, beyond my family roots. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. So what did you go to school for? So um, I graduated from uh, Dequila High School, mm-hmm. uh, and then I went to Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, I graduated there uh, in 1993 with a civil engineering degree. Um, and so I've been an engineer ever since. Did you um, play some football, Chuck? I did. I, <laughs> I, I played, I was a wide receiver um, on the national championships yes. team in 1990. I was a freshman there. Um, a great experience. Wow. Um, wow. And uh, from there, I went into private consulting um, uh, for right at 13 years. And so the engineering background that I received, not only from an education, but really being taught how to find solutions has served me well, not only in the consulting business, but also uh, finding solutions for the abundance of issues that come up um, almost on a daily basis as city manager. Going back into the early days of Lawrenceville, back into that history, with your engineering eye, why do you think that Lawrenceville was chosen for the county seat? Why did they choose to build the courthouse there in 1824. And so I think um, it was really the, the center of Gwinnett County. So geographically, number one, mm-hmm. it's uh, as close to the center as uh, any other city in um, Gwinnett County. Uh, there's also uh, an abundance of springs. Um, anytime you go through history, 
you will see civilizations uh, kind of build up around water, waterways and mm-hmm. rivers and springs. And so there's an abundance of springs. Actually, the, the, there's a spring that starts right under, uh, right near the, the historic courthouse on the downtown square. Really? Mm-hmm. And it flows through Lawrenceville Lawn and now the, Lawrence, the South Lawn development. Uh, when they uh, just redeveloped the, uh, uh, the South Lawn uh, development there, uh, they put in a nine-foot pipe uh, underneath that wow. development that carries that spring all the way out uh, to the paper mill road, all the way down into the Archer High School cluster area. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Was that did that have anything to do with the early water system? Or it know? does. And yeah. so the original water system we had uh, in the in the early to mid 1900s uh, was all fed through the wells. Wow. Um, and uh, that that system served the city well for. Decades, uh, the forefathers of our city realized you really can't have a growing, thriving community with business and people living without a water source. Mm. And obviously, the springs provided that, and uh, had the the system built with um, uh, actually with some funds through the federal government. And then here recently, we sold it to Gwinnett County because we've outgrown the system. Right. Um, we were actually only producing about 20% of the water, um, uh, and the other 80% was actually coming from Lake Lanier. Right. And so financially, it just didn't really make a lot of sense sure. uh, to, to continue to main, maintain that system. It's fascinating history, though, to think that, that way back in the day, there was no Lake Lanier, you know. And some of the folks that have just recently moved here may not even realize how young Lake Lanier really is comparatively to history, but talking about a city that has 200 years of history, um, having that underground spring there, providing water for citizens, I mean, you had to have it. So that makes perfect, perfect sense. Yeah. So water was uh, one uh, major reason why uh, the city developed there. The other the reason is obviously geographically, but uh, having the transportation corridors, mm-hmm. um, you know, today we look at the, there were, at one point there were five state routes that actually uh, went into the downtown area. Uh, we have recently removed those state routes and um, uh, they're just local roads now to, to give the city more flexibility. So uh, right. you, you had those, uh, at one time there were uh, not cars driving on those, but there were horses and wagons. Uh, wagons mules, and, right. Yeah. That's right. And so all of those trails ended up being from all over the county. Uh, uh, kind of focused into the center of the county. And then obviously uh, along came the railroad. Um, the railroad uh, is right off the downtown uh, area. We call it the depot district. Right. And uh, uh, that that served the city uh, very well um, over many years. And obviously that the train tracks are still there. Yeah. And, and now, like, and there were several, over the history, there were several different, I guess, lines mm-hmm. Um, I know they are, we've talked a little bit about in the past on our history podcast, the L&L, mm-hmm. um, uh, that the tracks are kind of no longer there, but now there's sort of a walking trail development happening mm-hmm. along those same, that same corridor, which is very relevant to history. So that's pretty cool. It really is. So, you know, when you really think about um, the transportation corridors that we have today, they all have names associated with mm-hmm. them. And we think these roads... Um, uh, have been here forever, and frankly, they have been. Um, mm-hmm. They just weren't paved. Right. Um, they were trails. They were 
um, dirt trails, um, and sometimes they were, uh, you know, had cobblestone and gravel and things sure. like that. And so, um, you know, it's really interesting to see how, uh, you know, Gwinnett County overall has developed, and you know, it really was around certain certain trails. You know, Old Peace Tree is a is one that mm-hmm. uh, uh, goes way back for Gwinnett County. Uh, it's very close to Lawrenceville, and you know, that was a major trading route for. Uh, the early settlers uh, that sure. are here in Gwinnett County. So. Right, yeah, amazing. A good piece of trivia, the first paved road in Gwinnett County, U.S. 29. Now, when I was growing up, we called it 29 Highway. Mm-hmm. What did you guys call it? Called it Lawrenceville Highway. Lawrenceville Highway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and that road obviously goes by uh, the Central Gwinnett High School. It's a major right. corridor. Um, and you know the the neat story about that it was the community uh, got together with the Chamber of Commerce um, and really advocated for that to be paved because uh, mm. they uh, just like the original forefather forefathers uh, talk knew the importance of water it really grew into transportation corridors mm. um, and they understood that that being the first paved road uh, it needed to be paved because it went all the way into Atlanta. Fascinating, fascinating. Well, we talked about, you know, trains and automobiles, so we should probably talk about planes, too, mm-hmm. so we can have the full planes, trains, automobiles mm-hmm. vibe, but Lawrenceville also home to uh, really Gwinnett's it's only, airport? only airport? Only airport. Only airport, yeah. yeah. And it's called Briscoe Field, um, and it is right off of State Route 316, and uh, it is a, a, a combination of mainly private airfield uh, for travel. Uh, people keep uh, various types of planes there for, for private travel, as well as some cargo as well. Gwinnett County has a master plan that they're looking to expand uh, with additional hangars there. Mm-hmm. Half of the airport is in the city limits. Half of it is unincorporated Gwinnett. I see. Um, it's actually split right down the middle. I'm not sure why that is, but a uh, little known fact that uh, half of that airport is in the, the city limits. So, uh, we we view the the, the airport as a very uh, important economic tool to all of the businesses uh, that are uh, in and around the city limits, uh, and, it, and it adds an additional component to uh, travel, uh, and sure. obviously with transportation uh, that we have in the city. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's go back. I want to talk a little bit about some of the history that. Um, that that we have in the county, um, some of the challenges of the early days. I was reading on the website, um, one of the earliest challenges was keeping livestock from trampling the courthouse lawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's kind of interesting. Because when you think about it, the marketplace of what the square really was at the time was a place for trade. It was really a place for folks to bring cotton, bring their livestock, um, having access to the trains for shipping and things like that. They're bringing the wagons, they're, they're carting it down the street, and it becomes a center for economic, you know, vitality, really. So it's still, it's kind of true today, over the course of the history of Lawrenceville Square, walk us through kind of the ups and downs of what the economy's been like uh, around the courthouse there. Well, I want to go back uh, to, to begin this uh, part of the conversation to to your comment about the, the horses and the cattle. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, and that was definitely true. Uh, folks would travel to the courthouse in the downtown area. They would do uh, different types of business, uh, whether it was with a private business or even with the courthouse itself. Um, they could have uh, some legal issues they had to deal with. Um, as a, uh, a way to find a way to not to um, uh, keep the cattle out away from the courthouse, I think there were times where cattle and horses actually would actually go into the courthouse and they had to find <laughs> ways to keep them out. Um, they developed four corners. Uh, so if you, you those four corner buildings are still there today, right? Um, and those buildings uh, housed various lawyers. And as part of the agreement, they had to maintain a fence that was put up. That uh, it's a different looking fence today, but that right. fence uh, was surrounded the the downtown courthouse. And it was their job to you could have an office on the corner as long as you kept the cattle and the the horses out of the courthouse ground. So fantastic. Um, so that was so those those four buildings are yeah, still there. Absolutely. Um, uh, three of them are owned by Gwinnett County and uh, the third one is Brand Bank. Right. Uh, and that is actually where Brand Bank started a hundred years ago. Right. Now it's called Renaissance Bank. Right. Um, so there's a little bit of history of how those four corners came about um, uh, over the years. Um, the the center of a downtown uh, over the the uh, hundreds of years, you'll see this repeated throughout the United States. It, it becomes the center of commerce. Mm. It, it becomes the center of place to gather. Uh, could be a, a saloon. It could be uh, you need to find groceries of some sort. Um, you need you you might need to have a, uh, your shoes repaired and various things over time. There was a, a nickel store there, um, you know, uh, right on right off the square. And so, mm-hmm. you know, what you saw in Lawrenceville was not unlike uh, other places all throughout the United States and small towns. Over time, um, you know, those you have a, a cycle of of economics that go through and. Um, you know, I think probably in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, more recently, you you had folks that would would move away into what would you know what we call suburbs today. Sure. And so you had a, a little bit of a flight away from cities because people wanted to have their house and a mm-hmm. white picket fence and uh, kind of be away from that ur- urban environment. And right. what I would tell you, what has happened today, you know, it comes in cycles. Everybody wants to move back into an urban center. They want a place where they could gather. They want a, a place where they don't have to drive their car to go eat, it's fascinating. Uh, go to a brewery uh, and things like that. And so, um, you know, we're in the, right in the middle of that cycle where folks are now moving back into the city. And so if you look back over the history, 200 years of Lawrenceville, uh, you'll see that contraction and expansion, contraction and expansion over the years. Um, and uh, Absolutely. And, you know, and my grandmother grew up uh, around Lawrenceville, um, kind of the Harbins area, but she worked at the shoe shop, is what they called it, you know, back in the day. Um, I think it was Genico? Or it was called the General Shoe Company. General Shoe and, Company. And then they changed their name to Genesco. Genesco, yeah. okay. Yeah. My well, grand, she, grandparents worked there as well. Oh, well, they probably were co-workers mm-hmm. then. But she had, she had a lot of fond <laughs> stories about working at the shoe shop and then walking down to one of the pharmacies there and eating her lunch and... You know, Brands Bank was there, and I think they were getting uh, buying bonds for war and all these other things there. Um, some some great stories, but they literally it was that live, work, and play. 
And I think, um, I mean, she even lived off of 29 Highway uh, where my mom grew up, really close to where the square is now. Mm-hmm. Um, just for my, my family history as it pertains to Lawrenceville. Well, the General Shoe Company, Genesco, uh, was a major, one of Gwinnett County's major employers. Folks mm-hmm. came from all over to work uh, there. A manufacturing hub, really. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, and you'll see the, the, some of the new development that's happening with a new hotel and a parking deck that's under construction is a throwback uh, to Genesco. So if you go and wow, look at yeah. old pictures, you'll uh-huh. see the, the architectural design of this new hotel called the Lawrence and the, the parking deck associated with it is a throwback to the, the General Shoe Company. I think that's something that you guys have just done a bang up job of is any kind of the new buildings that are, that, that are coming up have a real close tie to history. And you wouldn't know it just if you if you didn't know it wasn't there before, you would think, oh, that's an older building too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of a cool vibe. Well, that's been very intentional. That doesn't happen uh, by chance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are some buildings we we actually had to tear down because of environmental issues, uh, structural issues, and there are some that we tried to save. Sure. Uh, and then also looking back over our history, we want to make sure that there is a, a throwback to architecture. Uh, that that uh, it brings that character to the downtown area that you don't see in any other city in Gwinnett County. Uh, and that's very important. It's very intentional. And it's a vision that mayor and council have uh, even moving forward. It's fascinating how much it has really changed. And um, I, I think that's one of the, the sayings that I've heard people say is the one thing constant in Lawrenceville is change. They're always growing. There's always a lot of progress happening there. And um, I do remember the time in the 80s and 90s you kind of talked about where, you know, I think it was the strip mall culture. You know, people were going out to the strips. They wanted to, if they were opening a business, they weren't really thinking about the square. And then it was very cool to see, you know, different shops moving into the square early on. Some of the revitalization, uh, uh, some of the efforts to kind of come back to the city. And then just seeing where that's gone, where people are literally, they can live, they can walk down the sidewalks. They've got not just one or two, but five or six amazing restaurants uh, that they can pick from um, and, and a lot to do. And so it's kind of like, you know, if you're dating or if you're in a relationship or you just want something to do with your family or you're looking for a place to go, you don't think like, oh, let's go down to downtown Atlanta and drive for however long that takes now. You know, people are looking to to stay close to home and do something that has a fun and um, vibrant feel to it. It feels alive down in Lawrenceville. And so, you know, that's, again, been intentional as well. Uh, we want to create an environment, obviously, that folks uh, can uh, can live and experience that and actually even work at times uh, and play all at the same time. But also folks that, that come to the to the city to visit, um, we make no apologies that you, you probably can't park in front of a, a restaurant you're going to go to. Um, it, you can go to the Mall of Georgia to do that if you want right. to go park in, in front uh-huh. of a, a restaurant. Our, 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 what we're trying to develop in the city, and, and it's uh, that vibe that you said, is uh, we want you to park and experience multiple restaurants. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have dessert in one. Maybe you have a, an encore or an entree in another. Um, and maybe you walk down to the depot area for uh, go to the brewery. Um, multiple uh, areas for park just to kind of hang out. And so the idea is we want to make sure it's safe. Uh, it, it, has, it feels uh, and has character. 
Um, and it, it's a place that you want to visit and stay and walk and just enjoy. Mm, it's awesome. It's uh, it's rare that you see a place that with 200 years of history that is really booming with growth uh, as it has been. Um, maybe to walk through like some of the ways you plan to celebrate this bicentennial. It's a big deal. So our, our actual birthday is going to be December 21st. Um, so that's when the actual charter went into effect. So we are uh, going to be having various events uh, that will actually uh, celebrate multiple times throughout the year. Um, this podcast is one where we're going to talk about uh, various uh, things related to history and, and, and various people that uh, understand and have uh, some knowledge of the Larksville history. But every event that you'll see uh, this this year and, and even moving into next year, um, there's going to be some aspect of, of, of celebrating our 200 years. And uh, so we're, we're very excited about that. There's some projects that uh, we'll um, uh, be highlighting as well. Um, I know the Hooper Renwick um, uh, Museum and, and Library is going to be one that uh, uh, you'll hear a lot more about this year. We want to celebrate uh, uh, the, the African-American community associated with that. So uh, there's going to be multiple aspects of that over the year. Uh, and so we're excited. That's great. That's great. Uh, well, looking forward to the podcast, all the conversations uh, that we're going to have about Lawrenceville throughout the remainder of this year. We're going to pop in about once a month to have a conversation with someone like yourself, Chuck, who's got some personal history, has some connection with Lawrenceville. And we can also talk through some of the moments in history um, that Lawrenceville has. There is a ton to talk about, really, and just so many details that I find fascinating, which I'll, I'll mention one that, that you do have on the website. And by the way, folks, if you have any interest in, in Lawrenceville history, please go to the website and check some of this history out. They've got some photos up there now uh, and, and really a, a bunch of cool stuff. But one of the things that I thought was interesting is if you go to the historic Square, you go to the courthouse there and you look up at the courthouse, there's a balcony that's there, which makes it absolutely perfect for Romeo and Juliet <laughs> wedding photography to happen. But talking about the lawyers, when you mentioned the lawyers and the buildings, you know, on the four corners of the lawn there, uh, it's fascinating to me that that is where they did the call for jurors, you know, to go out and actually not send out a letter in the mailbox, nothing like that. It was going out there, standing on the balcony, and, hey, we need jurors. That's just fascinating to me. <laughs> it really is. I mean, it, you, you go back over, oh, te technology wasn't there. And, um, and so that, that, uh, that was the way that that was done back then. I days. think there's a thousand moments like that that we'll, we'll, we'll want to discover on this podcast as we talk through uh, the history of Lawrenceville and celebrate their bicentennial. Thanks so much for joining me today, Chuck. It's Thank been you. fascinating. And um, thanks for taking the time to, to talk to us about the history of Lawrenceville. Right. Thank you. And that is how the conversation went down. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next month with much more to talk about. So make sure you subscribe so you never miss this monthly series on the Lawrenceville Bicentennial Podcast. Bye for now.